0: Hello and welcome to Metaside Kicks, the podcast where we talk about all things metaphysical, spiritual, paranormal, dad jokes, and everything in between. I'm Liv. This is M. M, say hi. Yo. And we're your Metaside Kicks.
1: Today we're inviting you into our shower again <laughs> for another
0: Metaphysical Shower Thoughts. <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Well. <laughs> So today we wanted to talk about spiritual gifts, but Liv, we did an aura reading earlier today and Liv was talking about how she receives information. And I wanted to start with that because people always like to come to us and are like, I'm being blocked. I can't get information. And one of the reasons that I have found that people have a hard time receiving information is because they go on the internet and they try to find like Spiritual teachers that teach you how to be a medium. You know what I'm talking about? I should also tell
0: everybody that's new to the show that we are psychic mediums. Yeah,
1: that's why we're talking about this lovely things.
0: Twin flames and comedians.
1: There's a lot of people on the internet that are like, you need to raise your vibration in order to talk to spirits
0: because we live on a very low vibrational thing and that's bad. Maybe they have to go to one of those cheap motel beds where you stick the quarter in and it makes the bed... bed vibrate that's how i would solve that problem like my dad is here <laughs> i think that's why jellybean's barking <laughs> jellybean is m's tiny corgi she's literally the smallest corgi in the history of the universe so she's 16 pounds very small potato and hence the jelly bean. but yeah every time i give readings to people i feel
1: weird being like
0: you have a low vibration and you have to do this to get
1: information. And I feel like when I tell them that they have a low vibration, they're going to think that like something's wrong
0: with them. And I'm like, low vibrations aren't bad things. We should also say that M offers a reading called spiritual gifts readings uh, in addition to spirit guide readings. And I don't know if it's different for you, but when I get Spiritual gifts for people during readings just to instantly. It's usually from their spirit guides or somebody that's telling me about it, so.
1: Well, the way I get information about your spiritual gifts is from your spirit guides because your spirit guides speak in the way in which your gifts work. Mm-hmm. So the way that they speak to me is the way your mind works. Yeah. I don't know. Liv likes to
0: say I look through people. Yeah, it makes me feel <laughs> uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I do that just naturally so I can tell the way in which you think before even meeting you. And that's one of the ways in which I do this, which is why I'm like, this is probably going to be a good reading for me to do because I'm really good at judging people. <laughs> wow.
0: I don't There's know. No I'm way a very good judge that, of character. There we go. That makes it sound better. I'm I a know, shitty I, judge of character. I'm a Virgo. Judgy. <laughs> 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 Goodness gracious. So.
1: Yeah, when I give you readings, I'm not necessarily judging you. I just am very good at reading who you are as a person. I see through the like walls that you have up, and I'm able to understand the way in which you think. So that's why I'm very good at telling you what your spiritual gifts are, because I work with your spirit guides in the general consensus of how your energy feels and putting those two things together and being like this is how your brain works hence this is what your clairs do because I always like to tell people I feel like everyone has a combination of the six clairs but in different ways which is why a single person cannot tell you how to use your gifts because it is based upon your unique way of thinking
0: yeah so I mean Oh, I love it so much. They're talking about how talking about how we're horse girls again. Remember how that's been a small underlying theme of our understanding of metaphysical things and other stuff we've talked about.
1: Yeah, they like to use horses to explain things to you because you're very clear sentient.
0: Yeah, well, it's like natural horsemanship. So the stuff that I do, a lot of people will deal with horses in a way in which it's you have to do the same thing for every single horse because no matter how the how they are, it's just gonna make it what you need or to get out of them if you do it repetitively the same way every single time. However, the way in which I work with horses and think about it is based off of their personality and how they think. So if you can understand how your horse thinks, then you can understand how to work with them. That's literally what Emma's doing when she gives you a spiritual gifts reading your spirit guides, since she is a medium communicate to her the ways in which your brain works And based on how you perceive the world and think about things with your own consciousness, she's able to give you an understanding of what you probably already know about yourself but haven't had someone else just point it out to you.
1: Yeah, so for example, my spirit guide Rosaline speaks in a very specific manner because that's the way in which I receive thoughts. So she speaks claircognizantly, which is clear or psychic Thoughts that basically just come out of nowhere. It's just you know things. There's no process in getting the information. You just know them. But the way in which she gives me that information is by connecting thoughts together. So she's like, you remember this experience you had when you were like six months old? And you remember this experience when you had when you were like 12? And then you remember this experience you had like two days ago? They all
0: connect and here's how. I have a question. Do you really remember things from when you were six months old? Oh! Oh, okay. I thought it'd be funny. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, is that some like autistic superpower or something? Because my mom goats me all the time because I remember something from when I was like two. It is
1: a thing though. People can do that. Okay. They can remember things from when they were in the womb. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I've never heard about that. My mom always thinks it's weird that I remember breaking her toe At the, like, drive-through car zoo when I was little because I literally jumped out. I was still in a car seat and I was, like, one or two. I think I was two. I was like, that doesn't mean much. (laughs) No, she's like, I don't understand how you remember doing that when you were two. Because most, you don't really remember things until after you're four or five, so.
1: Most of my memories are when I was three to six because then I started school and school was bad for me.
0: Oh, Yeah. I remember things from when I was like one to two, but six months I was like, that's a lot. That's really early. So I remember the first time my mom gave me gum and I swallowed it. (laughs) I remember exactly where I was because she had just gotten done tying my shoes for me in our old house and the little tiny one that we lived in. And I was sitting in the kitchen waiting for her to get my brother because we were going somewhere and I was like, I want gum too. And she's like, you can't swallow it. It's not like normal food. And I remember thinking going, okay, I'm not going to swallow it. It's going to be fine. And then I did because I couldn't help it. Because I didn't have the actual like muscle control with brain function to do that. Because I was like one or two. And then she's like, where did it go? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, continue. I think your
1: mom told me the same story. I think you and your mom have the same stories.
0: I mean, we were there, so. <laughs> I know, but you just like off tell me without me instigating the conversation. You did. You said you had a... a- I remembered things when you were six months six months old, and I thought that was preposterous because I thought remembering things since my mother told me it was preposterous that I remembered I mean, things. Technically, it's there, you know. At one to two is weird. Well, it's there, it's but. It's got some dust on it, you know. <laughs> Gotta blow the dust off. I think my six month old <laughs> memories were just boobies, so. I'll blow the dust off. Then. <laughs> I also spit warm milk in my dad's face. He was mad. Naturally. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Spiritual gifts.
1: So, like I was talking before, before we got into spiritual gifts, is a lot of people think that you need to raise your vibration in order to get information. And today, we did an aura reading for one of our patrons. And if you want an aura reading, make sure to join Patreon. But Liv was talking about how she receives information in the sense of, like, how it works on a mediumship energy level, not the way she gets information specifically, because I know we started talking about how
0: brains work and things like that.
1: But she started talking about how wires work. you want to go into that?
0: Yeah. One of our patrons, Katie, what's up, Katie, uh, asked a question on Patreon. And if you heard a thump, it's because I can't not touch things when we're recording. she Katie asked a question in our Discord server for Patreon, and we had a video that came out uh, last week, something like that, for the Twin City Opera House, where we did our first like paranormal investigation that wasn't at a cemetery with our friends, and I have to stay on topic. I'm sorry. I'm talking about things, and it's making me want to talk about other things. So Katie said, oh my gosh, it was so cool to watch you, Olivia, that's me, when you were pushing your energy out to keep the dark things away and away from manipulating your music box. And I was like, well, thanks. And she said, it made it made me think that, is that how you're able to receive spiritual information? Kind of like if you push energy out, then you're keeping things away. But if you pull energy in, then you're able to receive that spiritual en- energy. Because literally spiritual energy is just, frequencies, different frequencies of energy, which is why when M says that changing your frequency to be high isn't necessarily the answer because life and soul energy, spiritual stuff exists at different frequencies. It's not just high frequencies. So I responded to Katie and I said, oh, that makes a lot of sense. However, I just want to specify that when you understand this, it's not just a single Wire. It's not just one frequency or one electrical impulse that's going out away from you or in towards you. The way my spirit guides want me to specify it is that it's multiple wires and the current and frequencies of the spiritual energy are different. So if we're going to talk about spiritual energy as current or electricity... You can have dc or you can have ac and for people that don't know anything about electronics i'm going to give you the really um simplified version and if you are an electrical engineer i'm sorry if i offend you because i'm not that smart but dc is direct current and the way i understand it is it can go and flow in one direction linearly 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 something like that in a line so dc is direct current it flows in one direction and the way you can measure it is it's very they like to say like shallow it doesn't have a lot of oomph behind it if that makes any sense it's a little more light and i would say frequency wise it exists at a lower frequency now you have alternating current which is different than dc or direct current ac or alternating current has high peaks and troughs or wavelengths of frequencies in which the electricity flows. And it can also flow in two different directions. It is alternating, so it can go one way and the other. The way my fiance explained it is, you know, if you were to hold the end of a garden hose and you uh, wait for the pressure to build and then you let it go and it shoots out, Mm -hmm. that's kind of how AC or alternating current works. Mm -hmm. But if you have DC current, it's kind of like when the hose is just on and it flows out and then falls down. So if you touch an AC current, would you be able to untouch it? What do you mean?
1: Well, electric fences, they pulsate. Alternating current.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So can you let
1: go of an AC current?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's why the AC runs through fences instead of DC. If you're using like welding, if you're a welder out there, A lot of people will use DC current because the electrical or the electric electrons only penetrate so far into the metal or the surface, the media that they're using to have things go through it. So if you're looking to weld things together and you don't need the current to go very far into the metal that you're using or the electrons into the metal, the media that you're trying to weld together, you're going to use DC current. I believe if I'm wrong, you guys can roast me, but that's the way I'm going to understand it. And if you need to get more melty hot stuff for longer and more thick material, you're going to use AC, or at least you're going to change the amperage of what that exists at. So anyways, DC one one way line, one way trail, and it doesn't go very far like the garden hose. Now, if you've got AC, really big alternating current, big peaks and troughs, if you're looking at wavelengths and you understand wavelengths, or if you're holding a garden hose and then you let it go and then hold it and let it go shoots out a little bit farther and then stops so they explained to me that energy when I'm receiving it or pushing it out as a medium does not work with one wire or one current being just two things so if I'm pushing energy out it would be a dc current to get the dark things away from me and if I'm pulling energy in it would be one ac current you know able to bring the spiritual energy of whatever it is that I'm talking to to me My spirit guides are like, it's not that. It's more complicated than that. You got color-coded wires. You got different wires. You got relays. If you don't know what relays are, if you look up a basic wiring schematic, it's the little thing that looks like a drawbridge that goes open and close to shut the electricity off from one side of a wire to the other. It's kind of like switches. So got lots of relays and all these other things. So say one wire I use to push energy out to keep dark things away. That could be like a 10 gauge, which is going to be a really, really thick wire that can hold a lot of energy at a low frequency and push it out in a steady and reliable current to keep the dark things out. That could be one point of my spiritual circuitry. Another one, say when Em and I put on our medium hats, is going, hang on, I tuned, nah, nah. there we go. That's a little better. Do it again. There we go. (laughs) When we put our mediumship hats on, that's going to open a certain relay. Redirect the spiritual energy and say, when we do that, we're going to be talking to trees. That's going to be the green wire for trees and all of the connected circuits and circuit boards that are connected to that green wire for talking or receiving tree information is going to be open while the other relays are going to be shut. Now, in order to make sure that circuit boards and electrical wires don't Over, what is it? Overload, basically. Mm -hmm. You have load capacitors. Yeah, short circuit, anything like that. Blow a fuse. They have load capacitors and fuses. So in addition to the different currents and different wires that create our spiritual circuitry in order to send out energy as well as receive it and interpret it in certain ways, you also have fuses. Now, if you don't know, fuses are these little tiny kind of like... I don't know, glass bottle looking things and they can range in different sizes. Usually small circuits can be anywhere from or small fuses can be anywhere from the size of your pinky to like really, really, really big. And what fuses do is they mediate the flow of electrical or electric current. I don't know why I keep wanting to say electrical, electric current. Through wires. So if you have one section of wires that only has the capacity to hold a certain amount of amperage or watts that leads into a larger sort of uh, circuitry, there's going to be a fuse connecting those two areas so that when one energy transfers into the other, it's not going to overload or short circuit the wires. Your fuses, those things that mediate the current and frequency at which spiritual energy travels or the electric current is going to be your chakras.
1: So your chakras are the fuses? Yes. The load capacitors? Basically. Yeah. So that's where I was getting the fact that you don't need to raise your vibration. You can. That can give you specific information. However, you need to be on the right radio frequency in order to get the specific information.
0: Yes. And if your clairs are different, just like M says, because of the way in which your brain functions, guess what your brain is powered by? Neurons. Guess what neurons are like? Electric circuits. Literally, your brain has electricity. Your whole body has electricity running through it. So if your clairs are similar to the way in which you think and how you process the world and perceive things around you, then if you are able to understand that, in addition to what frequency you as a person naturally admit, then you're going to be able to understand how to manipulate that as well as just instead of trying to change it, but let it flow. Just learn how to do it. If that's your vibe and you as a person naturally exist at a lower frequency, I'm going to say nine times out of 10, you're probably going to be able to talk to things that I can't even talk to because me individually as a person, I don't jive on that frequency very well.
1: Yeah. You have a very neutral frequency.
0: I'm also extremely explosive, though, so I think I'm pretty good at, you know, the peaks and troughs of meeting things when it comes to having to lower or raise my energy, but I do struggle with it because my natural whatever is very much like, Mm -hmm. yeah, my fuses aren't very good. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm thinking about it yeah your I, explosions are through emotions and uh red which is not feeling secure or safe so you do it through like aggression
0: hang on and we're back my mother was calling me because i'm getting married on saturday and it's monday so we're we're better we're talking about how i am uh hades from hercules <laughs>
1: Well, they're telling me because you feel like you are overwhelmed by your clairsentience, it's because that's the frequency you have a hard time channeling, like making neutral.
0: Ah. And In- that's
1: also why you feel overwhelmed by it, because the other frequency is that red frequency. So what's with the red frequency? Red frequency symbolizes feeling safe and secure. So when you feel overwhelmed, you kind of like want to admit that red frequency however you I don't know those are the two frequencies that are like they're showing me go haywire so when you experience a clairsentient feeling it's a you don't feel like you can have control over it and that's the thing that makes you feel safe and secure does that, that make
0: sense why my spirit guides are moving me to claircognizance yes and
1: no they're saying. Moving you to clear cognizance will help you channel those other two frequencies so that they're more neutral.
0: Because mm-hmm. clear cognizance is a lot all at one time, but
1: clear cognizance molds the other clairs if you know how to use it. That's what they're explaining to me. It has this like very very tiny frequency, but it's very high pitch. So the waveform is like. Teeny, teeny, tiny in height, and then it's very close together with the waves. Does that make sense? Did I explain that correctly? It looks like,
0: yeah. Well, e- continues yeah. to draw like that. Yeah, the so
1: clear sentience is like.
0: Mm-hmm. You yeah. mean clear cognizance?
1: Yeah, sorry, clear cognizance. Because you, your frequencies are like.
0: Continues to draw.
1: This, uh-huh. however, Just wiggle wiggle. Your, yellow frequency does this and so does the red one but a different time
0: what is the yellow one
1: yellow is the emotions
0: oh i thought that's what red was
1: red is aggression they're associated to different things so yellow is emotional intelligence so that's the raw physical emotions towards things red is trying to make you feel safe and secure so that can be shown through aggression so if you're seeing animals when they are trying to protect something they will show you aggression in order to protect the thing that they're trying to protect, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of people associate red to aggression itself because that's how you make things safe and secure. I have a lot of anger. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's how it is presented is through that red aggression. And the reason why you are expressing that anger is because you don't feel safe and secure in regards to the emotions that you feel about things.
0: They're telling me it's because... uh Well, do you think it's also because I'm feeling the lack of safe and security of the person that I'm perceiving their emotions from, too?
1: They tell me that it's a trigger for you. What is? Emotions in general are a trigger for you. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of your emotions were not validated when you were younger. Does that make sense to you?
0: Like, literally two minutes ago?
1: <laughs> so, because it's like when you were a child they didn't, you didn't get the like emotional space in order for you to figure out the like reasons of why things are happening. So that's why you're having a hard time like having more of a neutral state of those two things because you had like trauma or like a rejection in regards to these like very expressive emotions. So you want to like quiet those So you put a red wall around them and that's where the feeling safe and secure. So when you feel these emotions, it usually is expressed through anger now because when you were experiencing those emotions younger, you didn't get the like, it's like the lesson or like someone didn't help explain, this is what you're feeling. This is why you're feeling it. It was kind of like, stop doing that. That's like, why are you
0: so emotional? That type of
1: thing. Does that make sense to you?
0: Well, yeah. Well, people still do the same thing because now I'm very emotional. And they're like, why are you so emotional? I'm like, you don't feel all of these things. And I want to say it was about a 17 or 18 when I started having such a lot of emotions. I feel like I never was somebody that would cry because they saw something cute or whatever. It would take a lot to make me emotional until I was about 17 or 18. And now I feel like the old woman that like cannot stop crying about everything.
1: Yeah, the difference between back then and now is that you have this red wall around the emotions in order to help keep you safe because that's your like trigger. So when you feel these intense emotions, it uh like triggers a certain part of your brain. And when you were a child, when you weren't getting the validation you need about it then.
0: Is that why words of affirmation are one of my love languages now?
1: They're saying it's more than just that.
0: I know I have more than one love language, but when I was little, we didn't really do like in my family words of affirmation. And now that I'm older, I try to tell everybody everything that could possibly be good about them to their face, whether they want it or not. My animals have such high confidence. It's ridiculous. I tell you all the time, all of the things that I like about you, because I feel like it's important that someone tells you all of these good things that I think other people should say to you.
1: What they're showing me when you ask me that question is it's not just the words that were important. It was the feeling that someone was there.
0: Yeah. Words are a physical expression of emotions. Well, they're
1: like physically being there was the thing that you needed. You didn't need someone to say anything. Sorry. That's why I'm like, I don't know if it's just words of affirmation. It's literally you just needed someone to understand and they didn't need to say anything to you about it. It's just you didn't you didn't need someone saying, Stop having emotions. You just needed someone to be there and be like, I'm here, my dude. They didn't have to say anything.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I just to be there and not tell me not to do something or that what I was feeling was stupid or what I was thinking about was dumb. Yeah just accepting me
1: <laughs> yeah that's why those two frequencies are hard for you to like maintain a neutrality to. is because you never learned about it so now you're gonna learn about it in a different manner <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh I had another thought your new spirit guide, I feel like, looks a lot like my new spirit guide. Which, by the way, if you guys don't know, apparently- They do look like I each have other, a right? a new spirit guide. I know. I was thinking about this a while ago. And I was like, has- why are they both coming in at the same time? Why do they both have wings? Why is one dark and one literally sunshine? Yeah, I will- And one's a hawk and one's a moon, like an owl.
0: Yeah, because I see my angel with a- Or like spirit guide angel thing with like brown hawk wings, like tan and black speckles.
1: Yeah, she looks like a harpy, but obviously.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I get it. Um,
1: And if you guys don't know, this happened during uh, one of our Patreon live streams where I was telling Liv, oh, I couldn't sleep because I was editing the YouTube video until 4 a.m. And then when I went to bed, I couldn't stop hearing so many owls and they were so loud That that's all I could hear outside of my house while I was trying to sleep. And this prompted her to say, oh, you have a new spirit guide. In case you were wondering, now you get to have that information. Which is frustrating because if you guys have heard that podcast, and if you don't, go back and listen to it. Where I literally ask Liv a question, do I have a new spirit guide? And then I tell her the story about the fact that I have been seeing freaking owls for months. And my spirit guide showed me this like vision of an owl turning its head around. And me seeing this dark shadow thing behind me. And she's like, oh, that's not a new spirit guide. But there was a new spirit guide. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just remember there was a Jabberwocky. Yeah, there was a Jabberwocky. Mm-hmm.
1: But I also had a new spirit guide. <laughs> oh. So, I can not be
0: wrong. Yeah. So this
1: new spirit guide, Liv, it describes her as the, like, essence of the moon. The like halo. The around the moon. Mm-hmm. I see her as this girl. She's like an anime girl. She has like these curtain bangs that really like swoop off to the side. They're white. Her hair's white. I mean, and she's in this white and blue dress, white and purple dress. Sorry, (laughs) and um, she's very clairvoyant and claircognizant.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Why are you? Are you looking at her or mine? No, I'm looking at you. Oh. You looked up a little bit. It made me nervous. You look up at things. Well, yeah. (laughs) And now that I know that you look up at things. Because they're there. Yeah, it's because they're there. And I'm like, oh, what's happening? I don't know what's happening.
1: But yeah, I was thinking about it for a while. And the fact that I've been seeing Liv's new spirit guide. Because we obviously made this big transition of now we've quit our jobs. And now we talk to dead people for a living. Um, She literally has... The I view her as like the apparition of the sun because she's associated to golden energy, and then I have the apparition of the moon. That's Still disgustingly, disgustingly dumb. Me out. <laughs> Twin flame bullshit, right? And it's also the time in which we're going to spend a lot of our
0: life paths together. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. Because we literally just quit our jobs to have a business together.
0: Yeah. When I don't see you for like. Two days, I feel like I have to tell you all of these things that happened. So, you know.
1: But yeah, what were we talking about?
0: Spiritual gifts, my dude.
1: What were we talking about before I talked about your spirit guides?
0: My emotional unintelligence. (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah, because she's yellow. She's gold. I feel like that's what she's going to help you with. Mm. There's a lot of things she's going to help you with, but you're going to need to uh, understand the trauma parts of your brain in order for you to, like, lighten things up
0: yeah it's a lot <laughs> so she's like you thought you had to do shadow work but you don't <laughs> i was like reading through the stuff that you know at, is at the top of the the box of things that i have in my closet of sadness and they're like no, no no now we're getting down to the bottom like the middle of it you're not even down to the bottom yet so it's a good time
1: well yeah a lot of people ask me like well, how do I unblock my energy or like how do I like change the things that you're telling me I'm blocking? And a lot of times, most of, most of the time my answer is you don't have to do anything. Something is going to change that is going to change your perspective because we have such toned in, tuned in perspectives of things, and the only way in which to change that is to Have a spiritual awakening. We talk about that in one of our other metaphysical flower thoughts. But changing your perspective is the thing that gives you or allows you to see the truth. So I usually like to explain it to my clients as it's like you have a flashlight. And right now, your flashlight is illuminating the things in front of you. However, your spirit guides at some point or the universe at some point is going to create a new chapter for you. Where you like, I don't know. Move to a new city. Break up with your 10-year-long relationship. That type of thing. It's big, big change. That's going to give you a new perspective. So it's like your spirit guides or the universe is turning you and facing you a different direction. And now your flashlight is revealing more of the picture in front of you. So now you're getting a different perspective. And you're getting it through your life path. Through the things that you're experiencing and your different perception. A lot of times you are not going to be able to change your perception. Even through shadow work, it's a, you need to do it
0: physically. You need to actually do it within your life. So. you And you link this to changing your vibration? What do you mean? That's what we were talking about. It's not that you need to change or raise or lower your vibration. It's just your willingness to change. Well, people And when have- I say to change, it's like your willingness for change to happen in your life, because that's what's going to alter your perspective about things around you. You need to be open to having a different viewpoint of things.
1: Yeah, I was going to say people have different blocks because of the emotional things. Like I was explaining with you how your frequencies happen in a very specific manner That is similar to how I do readings for other people for these spiritual gifts. I say, you don't need to raise your vibration. You need to lower it or you need to have a, like, keep it in a neutral state. And they're like, how do I do that? And a lot of times, like I said, it's not necessarily you doing it. It's the perspective that gives you the change in vibration. So that is how it, like, relates back into it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, trying to wrap my brain around it because it's hard because I know separation is an illusion but also wrap your brain around what <laughs> well they're explaining it to me it's a lot of people want to know physical things in which they can do to change parts yeah. of themselves for the ways that they want to change stuff but like the biggest thing about learning about spiritual and metaphysical things is that you're not dealing with something that is physical technically you're dealing with energy and. That's a very fine line because energy creates physicality. So it's basically one and the same. But a lot of people, like for example, want to see or hear their spirit guides. But you're literally asking for something that is physical to come about from something that is not physical. So once you're able to get over the idea and understanding that your spirit guides aren't physical beings, so for you to see or hear them like you do one of us is kind of preposterous and that you're able to perceive them and other metaphysical things from stuff or ways that aren't necessarily so human or relatable to physical existence. So if you come to Emily or anybody else and you're like, how do I raise or lower my frequency? And she's like... You don't have to do that. You just need to, you know, go through like work on your spiritual awakening or work on your shadow work. But then, then you run into the thing of people are like, "Well, I already went through a spiritual awakening. I already worked. I already worked on my shadow work."
1: Yeah, I get that a lot. If I get the, "I already did all of my trauma work. I understand it now," and I'm like, "And that creates room for you to do more stuff." Sorry,
0: (laughs) sorry. (laughs) It's like it's not physical. Your trauma. And all of that other stuff, it, like you probably only well, deal- it is
1: and it isn't
0: exactly. The
1: way I like to explain it is through an egg. So, the physical realm is the yolk of the egg, and the spirit realm is the like the whites White. of the egg. If you take the yolk out of the egg, it's still going to be covered in the whites. You can't you can't separate them. They're still going to be like. Touching each other. So, yes, there's this perception that they're separate. Just like in the egg, you can definitely see that the yolk is this ball. But you can't have one without the other. They're always going to be intertwined. So, yes. physicality is also within spirituality. So, your spirit guides, like we like to talk about a lot with physical clairvoyance, can give you physical signs. And you will see that and get information.
0: But if you're... What is it? Like skewing your own perception and limiting your own sight of things, literally and figuratively. You're not going to see the stuff that they're giving to you because you're like, I want to see you like I'm seeing Emin live on the YouTubes. Well, you're just not going to realize it. Exactly. Because I
1: know you told me that like, your gifts have changed. But like, I still experience the same thing. I just didn't realize that it was psychic information. I know.
0: Change is learning. When you change your perception, well, I don't, it's I don't because know about you learn something. I think change is different. However. I don't think so. I think, I think change is learning. But I understand you don't see it that way, but that's fine.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but one of the things I wanted to do during this is to give each other readings based upon how your gifts work. Do you want to go first do you want me to go first? You I can roast me you? first.
0: We're already talking about my childhood trauma and that I wasn't validated or emotionally like fed. Well, you gave me half of the
1: information, so that's what they showed me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Yeah, that's why I tell everybody things that I like about them because I think they should know it. I also do acts of service. I'm really bad at gifts, but I try. I'll bring you a rock. <laughs> I'm one of those gift givers. And then they're like, that's nice. And then they throw it out. And I'm like, no.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories,
0: and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.
1: The first thing that they show me is it's like you're a tree with a whole bunch of roots that go out in every direction. So you pull information from every side. You like to understand things from every angle. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. You like to see things from every angle. It's like you, they're showing me a still life because if you don't know, if you're an artist, a still life will look different from every angle that you are sitting or at least a good one was. So if you're drawing a still life, The person that's sitting across from you is going to draw something completely different. You're one of those people that walks around the still life. You think in three dimensions, which is not a normal thing to do if you didn't realize. No. A lot of times that causes dyslexia. Sorry. (laughs) Thinking in three dimensions. That's why you're able to flip letters and things upside down. Other people don't do that.
0: Oh. Yeah, I also like to understand why people feel certain ways even if I don't understand it because or agree with it because if I understand your viewpoint then maybe it'll help me better have clarity over how I feel or solidify how I do feel or don't feel but I like learning different things that may not even be something that I agree with so like a lot of people on the internet will be like you and I don't agree who's wrong and who's right there isn't a wrong or a right. It's just that she feels that way and I feel this way because she's seeing one side of the still life and I'm seeing the other. And I like to know that. So
1: they're showing me there's like a limit mm-hmm. for you. And it sounds really
0: loud and horrible. <laughs> what is that? A limit to what?
1: The things that the information that you can get, it like pisses you off. Does that make sense
0: to you? That's probably that loud, horrible sound you're hearing. It's called anger <laughs> maybe i don't know
1: well they're transitioning into the fact of um, it sounds like a
0: jet engine right yeah i can hear it <laughs>
1: well yeah they're like you sorry <laughs> your spirit guide gojo when gojo speaks to me it's always just brash yeah all your other spirit guides are a lot nicer even victoria a lot nicer he's just very like abrupt uh-huh. Um. He's talking about when you block information and your ears hurt. That's the sound. Um. He says you do it. You do it with anger. Okay, not anger. You do it with red to make you feel safe and secure because you didn't feel safe when you were younger doing this. You didn't feel safe. So you created a wall for it. And that's why you uh, have this weird pressure in your ear. Mm. I don't experience that anymore. I get ringing sometimes, but that's because I'm not, like, paying attention. So they're like,
0: hey, look behind you.
1: It's like a doorbell for me.
0: Interesting. Um, Is it that I'm also only able to understand so many perspectives that don't make me angry enough?
1: You don't want to see one of the perspectives. I don't know which one it is, but this is what they're showing me. This is your energy in the middle, and then you have this hard wall on either side. And you will not be able to hear anything up here or down here. And you created this wall it's with your own energy. I'm not entirely sure why that's like that. I don't,
0: I don't know. Get that usually. For one people. of the one of the things that I w- have okay. been trying to work on is not letting my ener- my anger, influence how I perceive or f- feel things about people. Like just being tolerant, because at the end of the day, it people are like I you you can believe whatever it is that you want to do, but as long as you're not like hurting people or doing something bad then it's fine and that's kind of like what I've been trying to do is tolerance practicing understanding one person's viewpoint even if it's not the same as my own and the more I understand about why and how and what shaped their idea and perception of what it is that they're sharing with me will enable me to better tolerate it and not feel like I'm not here to change things. Does that make sense?
1: No. What I'm, do you mean?
0: I'm trying to work on not changing people. Cause I'm not supposed oh. to change people. If do there's you want something to change
1: them or something?
0: Yes, and it comes out as anger. Oh. Oh. I need to not <laughs> let how I feel about the way people perceive things and live their lives bother me so much because there is nothing I am supposed to do to change them besides doing what it is that I do. Whether that be talking to somebody because they asked me to, or just living my life how I want to. And if someone notices the way in which I live my life and is like, oh, I wanna change because I like this one thing that this person is doing, then great. But like going up to someone and being like, this is the reason you're wrong because of this, 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 and that. And this is how you need to change it. That's not for me to say. And that is where a lot of my anger comes from, too. Got you. So I need to learn how to deal with people in, like, I don't know. I think there's a a saying called, like, grace under pressure. Mm -hmm. I constantly feel like I'm under pressure. (laughs) And that's why I have those explosions, because I just need to be like, I'm not going to change it, nor is it my responsibility to change it. And if I just continue how it is that I'm going, everything will be fine. Okay. But that's really hard for me.
1: So they told me more things. Um, So they show me you.
0: Which is clairsentience because we're talking about spiritual gifts,
1: not just my (laughs) trauma. Well, yeah. I mean, it translates clairsentience and trauma interweave.
0: If you were in a reading with Em right now, she would have told you all of the things that I'm telling her without you saying anything.
1: Oh, yeah. Because uh, I basically told you that. You're just validating the things that I told you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, why we're doing
0: this, to show the people that it's not scary.
1: Yeah. So what they're showing me is you are standing in the middle of this circle, this ring around you is the red energy. This is the wall that you have for things for people. On the inside, um, you have those like roots that I was explaining. That come Mm -hmm. from all angles because you like to know things from all angles. And on the inside, there are three colors. There's green, yellow, and orange, which is why a lot of the information that you get is physical or emotions or associated to understanding people's path in life. Those are the things that usually your readings are about. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Yeah, they're usually about physical things. The outskirts of this wall so they're telling me that this red wall is kind of like the cell wall on um
0: like a semipermeable membrane
1: oh well that's no like the cell wall in a plant cell um it's hard it's hard to get in it's heavy it's thick it's keeps you safe or it you think it does on the outside you have blue and purple That's the stuff your spirit guides are trying to allow you to have access to is the the blue blue and purple purple
0: on the outside of the red. Yes, you get Mm -hmm. it.
1: But you can see that I drew this Um, on the outside. There's less roots because less things can go under this red wall in order to receive that information. So a lot of times you get it, but you don't want to accept it. So it has a hard time getting through this thick wall. The blue and purple, blue is associated to uh, understanding, but a spiritual understanding of things. So when spirits come to you and tell you information, it's overwhelming, it's hard for you to accept, which is why it's outside of this red wall. Purple energy is, sorry, they're telling me things about it. Purple energy is psychic energy, it's mental energy, it's the mental space. That is also on the outside of the wall. And it's because purple they're showing me how things like filter and color theories. So purple is made between blue and red. So your red wall filters a lot of this purple energy and makes it just red energy. So a lot of times things get missed in that kind of sense when things are like very
0: wait is that disconnected why my, from physicality. Wait, purple is blue and red? Mm-hmm. Is that why my outside wall is red and then it's blue on the outside? Based on the drawing that I drew, well, yeah, yeah, it's like the aura drawing that we gave for cast today. She has a lot of green mm-hmm. energy because she has blue and yellow.
1: Yeah, so you I have, have red
0: and blue, so I have purple.
1: Yeah, but the purple energy is out here too.
0: It's but outside of
1: the blue. Okay, let me explain it again. <laughs> so you have this red wall that keeps things out. On the outside of the wall, you have blue and purple. So with that being the case, this is going to allow or you are not allowing this blue and purple information to come in. So purple energy is the understanding of this heavy energy, which is why a lot of times purple feels heavy. So it's understanding that like safety and security and understanding like the root cause of things versus this blue this blue energy, which is very high vibrational and spiritual, that understanding in a spiritual level. Those are the two things that come together to give you more of a, like, psychic, mental, that type of thing. Things that are very disconnected from physicality. So, this is the stuff that is not getting through the this wall here. So, the purple energy, because it's made up of blue and red, is being translated to red energy. So, a lot of times, this information that almost, like, comes from nowhere... A lot of times is a safety and security thing that comes in. Does that make sense to you? It like filters the blue out. Kind of. Which is the understanding. Because I feel like a lot of- Is that why
0: I'm struggling with clear cognizance? Because clear cognizance is just understanding things. And I'm like, why? I need to know why. (laughs) Clear
1: cognizance- (laughs) And they're like, it doesn't
0: matter why. That's what they've been trying to tell me. It doesn't matter why. You just have to accept it. That's why I have anger. Because I'm like, why is this person shitty? why did this person do that? Why did they do this? Do they even know that what they're doing is horrible? Why? Why do I have to be nice to this person if they're not a nice person? And they're like, you
1: don't want to know the answer though.
0: Well, it's not that I don't want to know the answer. It's that I do want to know the answer, but it's going to make me more angry.
1: Mm -hmm. You (laughs) don't want to know the answer.
0: It's because why doesn't matter. That's the thing though. Why doesn't matter? And that annoys me. It does matter,
1: but you just don't like the why. Sorry.
0: I don't agree with that, because I do know the whys of some of them, and it's just that I don't... I
1: know. I'm telling you that, too. You have little roots that come out here, so you understand why, but you don't accept it.
0: What do you mean?
1: (laughs) So, if I was a really (laughs) shitty person that was, like, a serial killer, and I told you I was a serial killer because, I don't know, my mom, like, beat me or something, you would be like... That doesn't warrant you for being shitty person. Make sense? Well, yeah. You don't accept the information. You understand why. No. You don't accept it.
0: That's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. Okay, and I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. I accept it. No, yeah. I accept it, but I still have human emotions of, yeah. I don't, I understand why. However, I still disagree, so fuck you. <laughs>
1: when I channel, and I, I need don't to do get, that.
0: I need to get over the fuck you of it. No, no, no. When I talk to strangers, much easier. It's mm-hmm. in my personal life that I struggle with,
1: personally. I think it's more than that. Sorry, I only think that because they tell me it. But yeah, so that's why the purple energy that you know, which is with blue, gets filtered in this red that makes you feel safe and secure. So it creates a narrative. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it I just a safe need and secure narrative. Why? The why is the thing that get I the need. Why.
1: But you don't think it explains things. Make
0: sense? I don't know. Maybe I will when I edit this. (laughs) Okay. So.
1: Yeah, because you're getting the blue Y in that purple. But you're trying to filter out the blue, which is that true understanding. That, like, omnipresence understanding. You understand it in a red way, which is a, like, grounded, secure way. But it can also be shown as anger if it is something that infiltrates the boundary of do I feel safe and secure type of thing. makes sense?
0: Do you have questions? Maybe. What are my gifts? (laughs) Since we've covered Clairsentience and how it plagues me. Um, Gojo is laughing. Well, I'm glad you guys can have a fucking chuckle. He
1: annoys me. Very much annoys me. You want to know how red energy comes in for me? Fucking Gojo. He annoys the shit out of (laughs) me. Interesting. He's very rude. Um, So, Gojo is Liv's spirit guide. I see him as an expanse of clouds. Um, The other... I don't know if I did this in a podcast where I asked you how information comes in from him. And you told me that it comes in in very different ways. So, when I do readings like this, where I do a spirit guide or... Spiritual gifts readings, I will talk to your spirit guides, and the way in which they communicate with me is the way in which your gifts work or the way in which your brain works. And each one of your spirit guides has a different energy signature and they speak in a very different way. So, like I said, Rosaline speaks in a very claircognizant way where she strings together thoughts. That's how I know it's Rosaline every single time. For Gojo, Gojo is extremely claircognizant, extremely. But it's funny because Liv is not clear cognizant. She is, but it's she doesn't like they want me to say you need validation to know that it's true. Does that make sense to you?
0: Yeah, I need supporting details. Cause that's my thing. Of I don't accept things unless there's a why. Claire cognizance doesn't give me the why. And they're like, it does. It's just not the why in which you want it given to you.
1: So Gojo <laughs> explains the your other clairs to you using Claire Cognizance. I know that's like a big thing, but like I told you before, um I had this reading with someone who they will probably know who they are. And I explained to them they are clairaudient and they are claircognizant and it's almost like they don't have to experience the other clairs because they experience it with claircognizance. They already know how something feels, so they don't have to feel it. They already know what something smells like, tastes like, see like looks like and sounds like. They don't have to experience doing it again in their head or otherwise. So Claire cognizance absorbs all of those other clairs and that's how he gives you information. It's like he uses Claire Cognizance and then like splits out these different ways in which you receive information, which is why you perceive him giving you all of the clairs because he is very claire cognizant and yeah. he's going to make you that.
0: Well, where you don't
1: need all of your other clairs. They just get translated into I already know how this feels.
0: Yeah, that's how he explained claircognizance to me. It's all <laughs> other five clairs at once. So much so that they're synonymous and don't really have a distinction between them. Because separation is an illusion. I used to think that claircognizance was the lack of all of the other five clairs. He's like, it's not the lack thereof. It's all of them at once.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Your blue guy.
0: Blue man dude.
1: Yeah, he... He is very clairsentient and clairvoyant, which is why that's the thing you rely on the
0: most. Yeah. Victoria is very claircognizant and clairsentient.
1: Um, Victoria is clairsentient and then clairvoyant and clairaudient because it, she shows me fire. Every time I talk to her, she's fire energy. That's her like energy signature, so that's what she shows me every time I talk to her. She makes me see it, hear it, and she smell too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and smell it. It's like she paints pictures for you, but, like, the picture, like I said, is 3D. It's like you're there.
0: Yeah. She looks like, um, okay, you know, if you read the Immortal Instruments, there's a character who has fiery red, curly orange hair. Mm -hmm. That's the color hair that she has. I forgot what her name is. Clarissa is the character's name, and she's a shadow hunter, and shadow hunters go demon hunting- in these full black, like, dominatrix-looking outfits, like, leather, whatever, and that's what she wears, so.
1: (laughs) If I didn't know that and didn't know you, I would tell you that she was a place. (laughs) What place would she be? So, I've been watching The Sandman on Netflix, Sandman. one of the nightmares that he creates, or one of the dreams, I don't know if he's a nightmare or not,
0: is an actual
1: place and he left the dream realm and became like a person. And that's what she tells me that she's like. She's a place. So that's why she's all of those things. Cause it's like you're actually like in a simulator where she tells you all this information about things. What? What? <laughs> what does her place look like? Whatever she wants it to look like. She's a
0: simulator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so confused.
1: You are very visual so that's why you're asking what does she look like however i'm telling you she's a location that can look however she wants to look cuz she's a spiritual being doesn't matter what she looks like
0: location location location
1: i'm telling you that she she told me something but i also don't think you're going to believe me so <laughs> well, <laughs> trying to decide me. if i want to tell you
0: <laughs> is she like
1: montui well, she tells me, you know how you explain that souls have the ability to manifest the location around them?
0: Mantuuni, I think that's how you say. Montu- she does that. Mantanui, Montanui. It's the island in Mo-a- Moana. Montauni. Nui, Mantanui. It's the island that is on fire and like screeches and throws things at you, but it's because they didn't give her the peace. So then she turns back into an island, but she looks like a person laying down but she's an island Victoria Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yep. Is that why she's crappy right now because she's not an island? She has to help my bitch ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just don't like the fact that she's trying to do things Okay. She's explaining to me your red energy, she's red energy, which is why you butt heads. It's like going through a- It's like two people run into a bar
0: yeah who's the who does the rock play in moana i really like that she's using moana to explain this to me because moana is one of my favorite movies
1: i uh, do not know i've watched it like once what not that i would remember it the second time Maui. oh the big dude yeah that has the tattoos that change Yeah. Okay. He's played
0: by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, voice actor.
1: Oh, I thought you said he was a rock. Got it. (laughs) He's a demigod. I was like, "Uh, I don't think he looks like a rock. He looks like a dude with a really, that forgot leg day.
0: That's me. That's why I don't like Victoria. (laughs) I'm Maui. She's Montanui.
1: Yeah, but she's trying to help you understand why you have the red energy. But again, it's like you both are running into a hard, hard place. It's like, boom, boom. So that's why she tries to be fire. To get around it. You don't like it. She doesn't like it.
0: It's how it goes. You're I very just similar. need to learn how to work with love and understanding more. In well, a she, three-dimensional way.
1: <laughs> she's trying to help you. I get it. Understand the red.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like to understand things three-dimensionally, but I can't do it with love and understanding. Which is why it's hard for me.
1: Your rock monster amplifies things for you. Um, so the stuff that I, this does picture, he amplify
0: it or does he quiet it? Does both? he? Okay, because I feel like he quiets it. Both. Okay. It makes
1: it more of a clear sound. Does that make sense to you? Because they're showing me this stuff that's out here, the like purple and blue stuff outside of your red circle. He tries to amplify that stuff by making this stuff entire quiet because. The stuff that's near you is the stuff that's loud. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, it's a, what is it? Subjective. I guess. Yeah. Because I need, I feel like he quiets things for me. But he quiets the things in the circle so that I can hear the things out of the circle. And in the circle is me and out of the circle is the stuff I need help with.
1: Yeah. What he shows me is he's surrounding you like you're inside of him. Like he's a cave.
0: Like he ate me like a pie. And because
1: he's a cave, he can echo the things that are farther away so that they're amplified for you to hear. But because he's also a cave, he keeps out the noisy stuff. That's also why you have a yellow guide. So yellow and red are the things that you need help with or you need to understand And that's the
0: exact colors of my chakra, too. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, they just had to troll me with that visual fuckery.
1: Because that's why... um, that's what Shaggy is. Shaggy's the thing that you needed when you were a kid. You needed someone to be there. He's someone that's there. And that's why you physically feel him. Like when he laid on top of you, that's the feeling that they were explaining that you didn't have when you were young. You don't need someone telling you about what your emotions are. You just need someone to be
0: there. And not tell me what they aren't.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you could figure it out. You just needed someone to be like supportive.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get it. It's what I wrote. I needed acceptance of myself from others through understanding and quiet, which is why I struggle with that.
1: That's why he doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. He's literally just there to help you understand yourself.
0: Oh, it's so cute. I'm not going to cry because I have too much anger. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. So much anger right now. I'm sure I've just scared you like 8,000 times today, so I'm sorry.
1: Eh, I'm used to it. That's good. How is that all the spirit guides I got for you?
0: You didn't talk about my hawk lady very much. You just talked about how they're opposites.
1: Oh, yeah. She's not fully stepped forward, which is why I don't get a lot of information from her yet because there's a lot of things that you need to figure out first before she, like, is truly here, one of which is this yellow energy because when we were talking earlier, she was showing me how yellow energy turns into gold energy. Yellow energy is lower vibrational, and then she makes me hear this, like, jet engine going off, And that's how you're going to raise your vibration so that the yellow energy is more controlled because she's like, that energy is powerful. It's also healing. That's why there's two sides of the yellow energy. Does that make sense to you?
0: I see the yellow energy as like uncontrolled Mm -hmm. current, whereas gold energy is seen as higher vibrational because it has a tighter frequency. Like Mm -hmm. the peaks and troughs are closer together is why it's more helpful because it's condensed whereas yellow energy is not condensed it's more chaotic has more room to bounce and ricochet off of things Mm
1: -hmm. that's what she's going to hope you with but again there's a lot of stuff i can't know about
0: yeah i get it i feel like that's not going to happen until there's kids because there's things that i'm not going to be able to work on shadow work wise until that happens before
1: that happens
0: i fucking hope so
1: no she is well, that's good, because you need to figure it out before you have kids. Um, she's making me feel like you're going to see more of her in the middle of next year. I don't know why. It says something to do with your our
0: business. The middle of next year? Mm-hmm. When is that? Like
1: summertime? Ugh. that's
0: so far away. Yeah, because
1: that's when things are going to start going really quickly. Because she shows me like multiple lines. Of, like, things that we can do and things that we're going to do. Like, we'll have a lot of options and a lot of things happening out at once. Multiple trains of thought.
0: Mm. Now what? You I'm got any other you?
1: questions before you uh, read me? But yeah. I like doing uh, spiritual gifts readings because it tr- it works well with my brain. But sometimes I'll do tarot readings if you don't have questions just to fill the
0: space. I don't know how I'm supposed to read you. I'm too self-absorbed and angry. <laughs>
1: I just read you. I didn't think I would be able to because I know too many things about you. Do you need a moment to write things down? Because no. I know you can do
0: it. They're just telling me that you get information like the um, people on the paper cups like from the wires. What does that mean? I don't know. It's really cute. It's almost like they have to give you things in a very quiet way. Yep, yeah,
1: That's why I'm, that's why uh, Gojo and I don't get along.
0: Mm. <laughs> Because he just grabs the paper cup and screams through it. You he's guys very know, like blunt. the tin cans that are connected by a wire. That's how Emily receives information. <laughs> that's yeah, what they're telling me. The
1: way in which he told me, he, like he was talking about your ears and how you put pressure on them, <laughs> and he was like being rude about it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's funny because he's him. So
0: yeah, it's like. how i know he's talking souls and spiritual beings step up to you the stuff that we see is like the projection of it but when our spirit guides have them speak to us which gives us the perception of the spirits or spirits guides talking directly to us is uh them giving them the other tin can (laughs) and the other one's connected to your ear and they're like okay You gotta talk like this And she'll hear you like that Just so you know (laughs) That makes a lot of sense That's why you look at things up on a shelf Because they are energetically up there But you're all the way down here Because you're (laughs) sensitive to everything So your little tiny frequency energy is like (laughs) And they're like "Ah!" So they gotta speak Speak into the cup clearly (laughs) It's really nice
1: And if you guys don't know, in one of our other podcasts, Liv talks about how I can see things on like planes of existence and I explained to her that the way in which I get information is it's like I'm in an elevator and the elevator stopped in between two floors and opened and I can see things on the top floor and on the bottom floor and that's how I talk to spirit guides. It means different things.
0: And when you amplify things like your energy, because I know we've talked about protection in another podcast that may or may not have come out yet, um, like spiritual protection. You talk about, they told me that you like anchor yourself with this darkness (laughs) to the floor. Mm -hmm. Well, it's easier. Yeah, you, most people would, like me, I change the frequency of my energy. I like fucking hop, skip and a jump to different wires and wavelengths. You just add more of the same to make it bigger.
1: Yeah, because generally my anxiety causes my mediumship to shut off. It's that's the energy that I have at a constant rate. And then when I do readings, it's like I and drop it all into the floor.
0: Yeah. So like this little squiggle is you. Mm -hmm. And then like this little squiggle is me, you know, Mm -hmm. when I do readings and say there's a spiritual being that's up here or a spiritual being that's down there. So like over here, you know. I go like this. You, if there's a spiritual being up here or a spiritual being down there, go like this. Fill in the space with the same energy, but just make more of them.
1: Yeah. So can you explain that again since you said this and that and this
0: and that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my frequency is a little bit like it has more peaks and troughs just normally. And if I need to raise or lower my energy in order to better communicate or receive the spiritual energy frequency from whatever or whoever it is that i'm talking to i will just change either heighten or lower my frequency in order to meet them at either above or below wherever my normal state is m however has this little tiny little thing it's like oh where else is it? but she um M says i take up a lot of space mm-hmm. she does metaphysically too it seems like so uh, it it gives people a funny relation, you know? Uh, uh, uh. So M has her tiny little, uh, you know, frequency, but instead of just making her her energy go up and down and up and down more like lengthwise, but still keeping one frequency, she makes a whole bunch of little tiny frequencies to uh, cover and fill up the space in between the frequency ranges of whatever spiritual being she's trying to talk to. So that's why I miss things. For me, if you have like a, what is it? Imagine if one person is holding a rope and then their rope or string is attached to another side of the wall by a piece of tape. You'll wiggle the rope up and down like those exercise things that they make you do. If you do it normally, you know, you're going to be able to see on a video camera if you slow it down, the peaks and the troughs of the wire. However, if I need to meet something higher or lower, I'm going to shake that freaking rope a lot faster to try and make the energy higher or lower. Emily just keeps jiggling her rope at one frequency and then leaves comes back and puts more ropes in there to figure it out. Yeah
1: no it's like you it's like if you see it with a flashlight it's like you have a normal flashlight normally and then when you're like I need to see more things you get a bigger flashlight so you can see more space. I use a laser beam and I just point at things and I'm like (sighs) yeah I see it I see it okay
0: I see more things. Oh, okay, no no no. you keep one laser beam. You just pull out thirty seven from your pocket and turn them all at the same time. on. Oh, no, it happens one by one. Just
1: do, 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 do. That's why I ask you questions.
0: Ah, yeah, because I get
1: one piece of information. Mm. because I can only see the one piece of information through the one little laser beam going out.
0: Yeah, and they're telling me that when you go through what I'm going through right now, this whole change, that's what you're gonna have to do. You're not going to be able to to use a whole bunch of frequencies anymore and just throw things out like spaghetti noodles and see what catches. You're going to have to learn how to change your single frequency.
1: Yeah. That's why I have a spirit guide coming in that deals with white light. Mm. She's going to light things up like the moon. Because I talk to people about the moon in tarot. It's usually dealing with being afraid of the unknown. So I explain it's like walking around in the dark. However, if you're in the dark long enough, the moon's going to allow your eyes to see things. So she's
0: going to light things up in the dark for me. Or help me do it. <laughs> You're going to start getting more clairsentient things too.
1: I already have. They've been explaining clairsentience to me.
0: Yeah, but it's going to be hard for you because you don't like physical clairsentience. Cause i experience it all the time so when we when M gives readings to people about their spiritual gifts we usually tell you what clairs of the six clairs you are experiencing right now which can change you can get more or your clairs can like their capabilities can change too which means how well you can use them and in what ways so that's usually what we tell you is you are really clairvoyant clairaudient and clairgustant or you're very clairaudient claircognizant and clairsentient things like that. But Emma and well, I I tell
1: them their strongest clairs because I feel like everyone has a, a conglomeration of all of them.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. That's why I said that they can get more or yeah. learn and understand different facets of them. So, mm-hmm. but you and I aren't really saying that because we experience all six clairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, tasting, the spiritual, smelling well, you the metaphysical.
1: Already understand how your gifts work, which is why I was talking to you about the rest of the information. Because that's what you needed information about. I give you the perspective you're interested in knowing. My shadow work? So <laughs> if you were someone that didn't know there were a psychic medium or didn't or were unaware of your psychic gifts, I would be talking about how your clairvoyance works, but you already know how that works. Yeah, I do. And I kind of explained it more to you in the fact that you see things in a three-dimensional space because other people don't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it's really hard for me to put three dimensional things onto a one dimensional surface, and that's something that frustrates me. Do yeah, you wonder why? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I liked ceramics class. It was a lot easier. my uh, My robotics teacher also hated me because for in high school I was on a robotics team. I was the team captain, uh, and my robotics. I don't know. There was like four or five teams in our high school. And the guy that was like the shop teacher who ran the robotics teams like collectively hated me because he was like, you need to make an AutoCAD drawing of your schematic layout. And I'm like, here's a cardboard cutout that I made. That's a scale replica model. Suck it. <laughs> he hated me because mm-hmm. every other, because uh, we were the only all girls team, every other team, the guys were like huffing CAD and just like drinking Mountain Dew and only doing things on like uh literally CAD like auto inventor. Yeah. And I refused to do that because it was stupid. It was one dimensional. And they're like, I'm going to make something 3D in a 1D. And I was like, that absolutely makes no sense to me. I'm not going to learn how to do it on the computer. Suck my foot. Mm -hmm. And then we won. (laughs) But yeah. So it's interesting that you say I'm good at seeing 3D because I've always been told by other people that I'm bad at it.
1: That's how your brain works. You see in three dimensions. Which is why it's hard to make it smaller. It's why <laughs> It's why words are hard. Dyslexia. Interesting. I saw a TikTok where they were talking about, oh, you don't count because dyslexia causes you to think in three dimensions. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, they were talking about the difference between seeing images versus hearing an inner monologue. And this guy comes in and is like, what are you guys talking about? And they were like, you don't count because you're dyslexic. You think in three dimensions. That's why you're able to switch words up and down.
0: (laughs) Switch words like visually?
1: No, I mean like twos and fives are hard for me because I think in a three-dimensional space. So I flip them over.
0: Yeah, twos, fives, s's, threes.
1: Other people aren't dyslexic when they don't think in three-dimensional spaces.
0: Ones and sevens. I had a teacher make fun of me once because I made my ones look like sevens, but to me they look like ones because ones look like L's or I's mm-hmm. she made fun of me in front of the class about it. Sexia. <laughs> That's fun.
1: Neurodivergence. That's why it goes under neurodivergence. It's because you Are you get a lot of
0: information from touching things? I don't know.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean on a physical level. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I touch everything. Autism, sorry.
0: No, no, no. On a a spiritual level, because I'm asking, they're making me feel like when you touch things, you get claircognizant or clairvoyant information. You also get clairaudient information, but um, clairsentience is like harder for you because it gets jumbled. So claircognizant and clairaudient and clairvoyant is easier for you. Because if you take the emotions away from a picture and take it literally... It's a lot easier for you. Whereas if you were to add emotions to it, now you don't know what the picture actually means because it feels different than the way it is supposed to make sense to you. Autism. That's why tarot is helpful to you. Mm -hmm. Or why you started with tarot. Because when you touch them, it gives information for you. Weird. Which is why you don't actually have to read the tarot cards. They're just there. Same thing with writing. That's why you haven't had to... um, You've been transitioning from using your tarot cards to just writing things down.
1: Got you. It makes it more real. That's why I do it. Because I have a hard time accepting information. Because I'm like, is that me or is that you? I don't know who's talking. I'm talking. You're talking. We sound the same.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's like when you're talking to someone and people fidget. It's like either they have something in their hands or they like do weird hand things. I do this mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, Whatever. It makes it easier to talk to somebody if you're doing something else because it allows your brain to focus on whatever it is that you're thinking about. So when you're writing things down or touching tarot cards, you dissociate from the physical thing that you're actually touching and are able to tune into whatever it is that you're doing. That's why non-neurodivergent people get annoyed that you're fidgeting because they can't just focus on whatever it is that you're doing. They, uh, whatever or I I get annoyed though if I'm talking to someone and there's like something on in the background I'm like I can only listen to one thing
1: oh yeah no I have two trains of thought at all times I was talking to one of those people on our patreon only live I have an inner monologue that is supported by either seeing things or knowing things simultaneously because the inner monologue doesn't shut off ever yeah so I have two trains of thought
0: I get it If I'm physically talking, I can think about something else.
1: Well, that's also why reading is hard because I'm like, I'm thinking about the beginning of the sentence, but I'm also reading the end of the
0: sentence. So what do I say now? Oh, and you're thinking about what's going to happen next and in the last chapter.
1: Yeah, it's a very like ADHD way of thinking because I need to know the end before I can know the beginning, but also I'm reading the beginning and knowing the end of the sentence at the same time.
0: I don't like to watch new things on television.
1: So, a lot of times when you see me read, for whatever reason, I'll start saying the end of the sentence even though I'm not looking at it. So, I have a hard time. And the words switch because I'm literally reading the sentence from the outwards in. Mm.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. So, so touching things helps you, since that's what we're talking about. This is an hour and 21 minutes of absolute chaos, just so you know. I think it's a good one. I hope people like it, because this is uh, not what I thought it was going to be.
1: Me either, but I also need you to tell me things like this. Cause I mean, I need someone to tell me things that are real in my head, which is why I give spiritual gift readings. We have a lot of purple and yellow, too. Always. That's usually what my aura color is. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. I'm glad it's still the
0: same. Yeah. (laughs) Yellow and purple. Why are they yellow and purple? Purple's on the outside. Yellow's on the inside. Mm -hmm. That's how you see through people. But it's also hard for you because you don't understand the (laughs) clairsentience.
1: Yeah. I mean, I understand it. I just don't know how to, like, portray it to people. So I get feelings about things and I have to be like, okay, okay what do i feel because i can give you one of these like random titles that people like it's a very autistic way of feeling things so neurotypical people are like this is what happy looks like this is what contempt looks like so i try to like put a hat on all of those in the neurotypical way but it doesn't make sense to me because i'm not neurotypical so that's why that's hard for me the labels don't make
0: sense to you yeah Happiness doesn't make sense to you?
1: Yeah, but it's not happiness. Nothing is just happiness. I'm autistic. (laughs) Well, yeah,
0: happiness is a whole bunch of different feelings that make it happiness. Yeah, but people are like, it's happy. And I'm like, it's not happy. That's just like colors. Like this isn't blue. It's more yellow blue than it is blue blue. There's more yellow in it than there is green. So it makes it more of a yellow blue than a blue blue. People don't see that. It's the same thing with happy.
1: They try to simplify things. So that's hard for my brain to like process that, which is why clairsentience is hard for me because I'm like, okay, I have all of these hats that I can use to describe what I'm feeling, but it's weird that I have to translate what I'm feeling into words. So that's where I get stuck because I you will have readings with me and I will straight up be like, your spirit guides are very clairsentient. Give me a second. I got to figure out how to say this into words.
0: Oh, I do the same thing. Yeah, I'll use way too many words and then someone's like, oh, that person is angry. And I was like, oh. Autistic. (laughs) I thought that saying grumbly, anxious, demanding, loud, intrusive were all words to describe angry. (laughs) Yep. And they simplify it and I'm like, Man, I've been jumbling on for like 10 minutes with adjectives and I could have just said that. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. Interesting. Just ramble on like I do. They'll give you one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just keep going.
1: Well, sometimes I don't know where to start. And then I have a hard time separating it from between, between me and them because obviously I'm going to have a human emotion about things. So I'm like, is that me or is that you? It's always, am I talking or are you talking (laughs) at all times?
0: (laughs) Is music important to you? I'm clairaudient. Sorry. (laughs) I know, but you and I don't really like listen to music or talk about music together. They're telling me that music's important to you.
1: Yeah. Music is weird because a lot of other- It helps
0: you with your clairsentience.
1: A lot of other people are like, I hear music because I'm clairaudient. That doesn't happen. I usually know music which is why I can't tell you the lyrics, nor can I tell you what it's called. So yeah, What do you mean? Um, When I have music come in my readings, I usually have to be like, you know that movie, like the Jungle Book, and they sing that song with the bear? I will have no idea what the song is called, nor any of the lyrics. I just know that it's a song that I want.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, without being in a reading, music is important to you it helps you understand clairsentience but i don't know that because you don't talk about music with me
1: yeah because it's weird
0: no it's not weird i talk about everything about me to you and then i feel like i'm a emotional and physical burden because all i do is word vomit on top of you Uh and then you don't say anything so
1: (laughs) clairsentience
0: how would I explain that to you? I just told you I have a hard time explaining things like that to you. I know, and they're telling me that music helps you understand clairsentience. Yeah. I am going to help you learn how to explain it. You're Ugh, welcome. That's gross. <laughs> Twin flame bullshit. What a lot of fire. <laughs> yeah, we just figured out that I uh, am not a Capricorn in my zodiac sign, and it honestly is a... Makes more sense. What is it She's called? It's a
1: Sagittarius, and not a Capricorn.
0: Existential crisis.
1: <laughs> I feel like you'd have more of an ex- ex- existential crisis being a Capricorn.
0: <laughs> I just was like, I had, I never, I, like, I kind of related to it, kind of didn't. And I was like, this is fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I can, I can live with that, you know? And then I found out that it's a Sagittarius instead. So I'm a Leo Aries Sagittarius and I just don't know what to do with myself bada now. Bada bing,
1: bada boom, bada bow. All fire. Mm hmm
0: i feel like there's a side of myself that i just never knew like i slept walk and somehow i was a serial killer for like every time that i slept walk that's how mm-hmm. i feel and i'm just learning now that i'm like the hash slasher but i just never knew because the whole time i thought i was sleeping that's <laughs> yeah. how i feel about learning that sag is in my signs <laughs> mm. so so we should do an updated zodiac thing where we go more in depth about things we can that would be fun because the fact that my Mercury is in Libra also makes a lot of fucking no sense. <laughs> is
1: it your Libra, or your Mars, or is it both? Wait, Mars. Mars is your passion.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way in which you get things done is mm-hmm. supposed to be Mars is an Aries, right?
1: Uh, Mars is ruled by Aries.
0: Yeah. And I'm a Libra Mars. That's what it is, not Mercury.
1: Yeah, Mercury is communication.
0: How does that make any sense? I'll tell you, it doesn't.
1: What does? In.
0: Mars and Libra. Yeah. Makes no sense.
1: Well, it does to you.
0: It, I know, but it makes everything so much harder. Well, duh. Why couldn't I just have another fire sign there like it's supposed to be? <laughs> I have a water sign. That's okay. That gives you options. Does it? Yes. It's also funny because it's emotional. Not something you don't understand.
1: Disgusting.
0: (laughs) You guys want to have a spiritual uh, gifts reading? Wait, I got a question. You didn't
1: ask me if I had any questions. (laughs) You're like, I don't want to edit anymore. Tell me about my spirit guides. (laughs) I have two questions. Okay. That's the first question. What? Tell me about my spirit guides. How I told you about your spirit guides.
0: I feel like I'm at a sleepover and everyone's just here listening to our sleepover conversation. Oh, I forgot we're in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys feel like you're clouded with your judgment and understanding of your spiritual gifts. Make sure to blow that steam away. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. You got to the the steam off the side of the window. And when you do, it'll just be Em and I looking with our eager faces. With our towels. (laughs) Gosh, darn it. It's all coming together. Wow. Um, your spirit guides. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I want to hear about them from your perspective. It'll make me feel better on the inside.
0: Serendipity helps you with your emotions.
1: Uh huh. She's very she's clear,
0: very clear cognizant, but she's clear cognizantly going to help you understand your emotions, which is interesting because it's the way that you'll ex- you'll understand them better. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fanea helps you with clear audience. She helps serendipity with that, though. It's like she filters the information with her. They, like, work together to give you information. Because vibrations can travel through water. And that's where Sarah lives. You're
1: welcome. <laughs> and uh, Fanea is light. Oh, yeah. She's Didn't a light she talk f- about that? What?
0: She's light, like, into the water.
1: I don't know. I just know her as light because you say that she's a fairy and she's associated with light itself yeah physical light
0: yeah um my neck hurts cut it off you don't need it no you're right i don't excelsion hasn't been bothering anybody excelsior excelsion excelsion hasn't been bothering
1: anyone
0: he's more like a supporting character what does that mean he helps you with ca- um communicating with your grandfather
1: The one that walks next to me Mm -hmm. or the one that you talk to?
0: The one that walks next to you.
1: Why do I need to talk to him?
0: Because you ask him things constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Why
1: isn't he answering?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that's the thing. He is answering that we (laughs) don't talk to people. Our spirit guides are the ones that give us the perception of talking to souls. It's just weird that it's
1: just him doing it.
0: It's because he's little. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's not just him, but he's like, the bi- the other ones help you more with things for you. This guy doesn't really help things with, like, for you. He helps with communication between you and your grandpa, which is really funny. Because he shows me himself, like, running down your arm and down the side of your leg, and then like... And then like... That's him yeah. running down your leg, running over to your grandpa, having a conversation with him, and then running back, going up your arm, and then whispering it in your ear. Because he also deals with Claire, Claire audience. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because he's really tiny. <laughs> uh-huh. And he hates that. I'm like, you're not important. You're a supporting character. He's all fucking show you, supporting character.
1: <laughs> I also feel like he doesn't really like talking to you.
0: No, for sure not. He does time not you talk like He's like,
1: do not see the man behind the carton. Yeah. I'm also like, oh, you're so tiny. and can are not I'll show you. I ate nails for breakfast without any milk. Uh-huh. And I'm just like,
0: oh, let me pinch your cheeks. So. <laughs> and he has yeah, such no. a big name. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, three inches tall. <laughs> it's hilarious. Your moon guy is going to help you with emotions too
1: what the moon is
0: associated to so that's what they got for you they make me hear like a book slamming shut so the next chapter the new book
1: oh that's why she's coming in
0: Mm -hmm. you're gonna write the new one because you guys have been like reading the last one and now you're gonna start writing the new one Mm -hmm. do with that what you will she's got a bird feather quill pen so you're uh, it's funny extremely detailed because it's white Mm-hmm. always that's funny she's like you have to explain exactly what you see i'm like okay
1: <laughs> yeah i'm like i need to know everything about you because i have emotions and i want to hide them with knowing things about you
0: <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> you got another question
1: yeah zaroth and rosaline oh and then my dragon you got three of those and then i want to know another thing and then that's it i know
0: this is long but people like it yeah no yeah Mm -hmm. what do you want to know about them
1: read them like i don't know who my spirit guides are what do they do for me
0: (laughs) your red dragon who looks like a chinese dragon who's red and gold he helps you with passive echolocation of your direction in life so like people have a spirit guide that guides them in the right direction he does that but with your weird echolocation shit so he like runs down the path and then shakes like a dog and his scales jingle. And you're like, oh, it's that way. <laughs> and he's like, come on here, snipey, be snipe, be snipe, snipe. And wow. you're like, oh, you're over there. And he's like, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah, they describe me as the page of wands in tarot and he's the king of wands. He knows what he's doing and I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Here, snipey, snipey, snipe.
1: But every time I see him, his scales make this like chitter noise. Mm -hmm. Like. Oh, well, I'm glad I
0: could explain that to you.
1: I know you have a lot of bias around the other two.
0: No, they're like your mom and dad. But that's what Zeroth wants me to say. And Rosaline's like, I'm not her mom. I'm not your mom.
1: Not the mama.
0: But Zarath is like, yes, we are. We're in a relationship. And she's like, please don't fucking talk to me. You smell bad. You smell like Axe body spray. And he's like, I could change it for you. Baby, I love you. And she's like, I hate you so much.
1: He's like, look at your man. Now look back at me. Now look <laughs> at your man. Now look back at me. I'm the man your man could smell like.
0: Old Spice. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's him. <Zarath. laughs> and Rosaline's like no that's not how this is going and he's like but we we had three kids and she's like what are you talking about because that's exactly what i do to you so briley told me that he doesn't want to use young gravy by uh, magic by young gravy for our garter song and it really makes me sad well what am i supposed to do now
1: tell me what zarath does to give me information to give you information yeah i don't know trying to help
0: you tell me about him
1: because I obviously know who he is <laughs> he's very uh good at making himself known
0: yeah but talking about zaroth makes me think how sad I am that Bradley doesn't want to have the same energy as him because zaroth <laughs> and I vibe hard
1: yeah he's the closest one to gojo <laughs> but he's not as uh crude well yeah gojo he says he likes to make things colorful for me
0: who gojo or zaroth zaroth no, Zarath is like all might. He knows when to like need to. Uh, don't fear, I am here. Yeah, he knows when to coddle and be sweet to children. Whereas Gojo is, get over it, you big baby. Is That's like Gojo. What is it called? Um, he's like a head mixed with actual Gojo.
1: Okay, I don't know who Racerhead is. You uh, mean? oh, you mean in? Uh, yeah, in My Hero. Okay,
0: what's his name?
1: I don't azura yeah
0: something like that but they call him eraser head yeah he's like actual gojo yo Wymo, mixed with eraser head of like yep. you're gonna flunk and fail if you he can't learn me. how to do this so i'm gonna much. tell you you're a bitch but also yo Wymo, did you see this drawing that i made it's in crayon and i'm like oh 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 that looks exactly what it looks like and it actually looks like nothing like it that's why like, people are like do my grandparents actually look like this and that? And I only get the crayon drawing of it because it doesn't matter to Gojo. And he's like, you know, it'll be funny
1: if we stop giving her crayon drawings instead of giving her people, let's just give her random things and see how she finger does. Finger puppets. <laughs> let's try finger puppets now.
0: <laughs> Literally finger puppets. <laughs> Fucking Gojo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What does he do? It's Not Gojo.
0: <clears throat> we already know that he like encompasses you with like being nice. <laughs> he tells dad jokes he's like your spiritual dad you're funny i don't think he has just one claire that he does things for you for he shows me that his cloudness is like kinetic like little lightning bolts and shit and you get oh okay the things that you put out the stuff that we were talking about Mm -hmm. how you make a whole bunch of them Mm -hmm. he lets you make a whole bunch of them Mm -hmm. that's it yeah, there you go Got i was it. waiting for
1: you to get that because i was like i could you. tell you
0: but also i just want to hear it <laughs> you're all just trolling me because that's not how they should give me information it's not what i'm used to they that's- keep showing me you know those like uh, a box of peanuts and you open it and it says peanuts and all those little like springy boys pop out instead mm-hmm. that's what they keep showing me for your gift is the springy peanuts god you're welcome
1: Yeah, he encompasses me and allows me to perceive things through his media of being a clout. That's why I can see things physically now. Springy boy peanuts. Because he allows it. (laughs) Springy boy peanuts. Can you talk to Rosalie now? Or do you still have to go through someone else?
0: No, I can. I can.
1: No. (laughs) Got it. Fuck all of you. I was just wondering. (laughs) Because I was like, you get more information about her, um... But I feel like people are talking about her. There's a lot
0: of F-bombs in this one. I feel emotionally, (laughs) physically, and spiritually attacked this entire time, just so you know. Well, I'm
1: surprised you didn't do it to me. You gave me, like, one-word things, and then I told you things. So I don't—I'm surprised you didn't, like, go hard for my traumas, because I could have related all of those back (laughs) to—
0: I know, but I know that you're not comfortable talking about it. Oh, no, I don't care. That's why I let you read me. No, not a, you didn't express or expand upon anything that I told you about, about like childhood oh, no. past things. I talked to you
1: about your childhood trauma. You couldn't avoid it. You were just like, you feel emotions from songs. You could, you could 150% click that back into my trauma as a child.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but cool I know thing. you don't want me to, so I'm not going to.
1: Oh, well, I don't care. Yeah,
0: you don't talk you about could. those things with me. So you oh, know,
1: sorry. They're saying the boundaries, the boundaries. Yeah, Dojo is saying that your boundaries. He's like on a ship. He's like the boundaries, <laughs> the boundaries, and there's break walls. Can't go over the break walls. Yours, they're yours. You don't want to know secrets for people. Am I wrong? <laughs> I wasn't preventing you from getting that information. I'm surprised that you didn't say anything about it.
0: Well, yeah, I don't want to. So. S- I know it's not necessarily that I. Don't think I could get it. It's just that I don't want to do that on the podcast for you. I literally same. told people that I like butt rubs in one of the last podcasts. Yeah. It's funny. I'm okay with sharing things so that people can uh, same be <laughs> laughed at. I they can laugh at it or oh. get whatever they need from it. From it, Bradley thinks that our uh, our content is like observational comedy. It's just uh, only it's observational metaphysicality.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: So like in observational comedy there is it's basically like every day you wake up and instead of thinking about pooping you just drink coffee instead and you have this idea that you want to have coffee because it tastes good and it will give you a buzz but actually you just need it to shit your pants. And then people are like, ah, 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 that's so funny because it's true. It's like normal things that happen to people every day, but then you relay that information in a comedic way that's relatable to your audience because it is relatable. Everybody experiences it either in a similar way or the exact same way. Got you. So that's what we do, but with metaphysical things. We share the things that people experience every day, but didn't know that it was funny or in our case, metaphysical or both, honestly. That's our case. So like talking that I like butt rubs and is that's consistent to orange cats is hilarious because a lot of people would probably be like, I like back rubs, foot rubs, hand rubs, butt rubs, tummy rubs, but no one's going to say it on a fucking podcast. Just like a oh lot of guess. people experience the Claire's or but- talking to a dead person, but no one's going to say it on a podcast. Most people
1: don't want to be on a podcast (laughs)
0: exactly let alone talking about these things so i'm just saying observational comedy well
1: i'm saying for the things that are you think are too what traumatic for you to share about me on the internet i still don't think you'll get that information you can get the things that i want you to get or that i will allow you to get you don't have to make up your own boundaries for those things
0: i will do it without the podcast first
1: Okay. Um, My last question is, you told me I have to raise my vibration and make the rope go bigger. How do I do that?
0: That's not for me to tell you. That's what your spirit guide is going to help you with. Well, yeah. I was just wondering what they tell you. It has to do with understanding your emotions and being able to relay them. Because you as a person, it's like riding a horse, right? When we're talking to souls and spiritual beings. You have to have this sort of three-dimensional understanding of their energy and your own so that you can have a relationship enough to have a conversation. But you can't have a conversation with a spiritual being or a 1,400-pound beast between your knees because if you don't have the ability to translate what you want, need, and feel through your fucking legs, you're going to die Mm -hmm. if you can't translate that energy into the spiritual being you're not going to have that communication or dialogue that you need it's a difference got you you know what i'm saying
1: yeah i don't know how to do that. <laughs> that
0: so you're getting information you're able to talk to souls it's just that the way that you do it is by adding a whole bunch of other stuff to overcompensate together or fill in the gaps for mm-hmm. what you just need so that's why like, i talk in circles I don't think you talk in circles, though. You're just looking for a better way to explain it, which is fine.
1: Well, clear audience, when I speak things, it gives me more information. I get one piece of information. Speaking gives me more information and more information and more information. Mm. But I ask questions in my head to get the information mm-hmm. because I get pieces.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if you were riding a horse and you needed to use more leg but you didn't have the strength to use more leg you'd put spurs on and they're like spurs side reins a martingale boots bell boots Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff riding reins side reins double reins a crop those are your extra little thingies but eventually you're going to be strong enough and able to understand it that you're not going to need that got you but for now, that's what Zeroth does for you. But this owl lady is going to help you with not needing spurs and a crop and side reins. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I need those things. And she's like, you don't really need them. You're okay. You just got to learn how to use your leg. Yeah. And put the pony into a frame. You can do that. You're like, I don't know. It's running off with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: It hates me. Mm-hmm. So. Sounds good. Yeah, it's cute. So. If you guys want one of these readings, they are on our website, my dude. They're called Spiritual Gifts Reading. I also have a bundle where you can get a spiritual gift and a spirit guide reading, where I go into all of the the metaphysical things around you. But it's kind of similar to how I read live, but most likely I will be telling you about your gifts versus um, how you receive information, because most of you probably uh, don't do that, but... It's okay i did a reading on russell which we did in the in our youtube video russell is one of the people on our ghost hunting team so i talked to him about how his gifts work so if you want to check that out i also do a tarot reading with him all all of the things but yeah our website my dude now did you know that we're on patreon because we haven't just mentioned it like a couple times during this podcast
0: if you're interested in joining Patreon, there'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you would feel so inclined to leave us an Apple podcast or Spotify review and in any of those podcasts, whether it's on the Meta Extra channel that you can listen to these podcasts on, which is on our YouTube or any other sort of podcast streaming platform, leave a dad joke in your review because that is what we need in our lives. Do you
1: got any dad jokes?
0: I do. And I also know that you put a tad joke thing on the Discord server. And it did makes I? yes. Did oh, you do you that the, in a fever dream?
1: You mean the chat form? It is it a while ago?
0: Yeah, a
1: long time ago. A
0: long time ago. Yeah. Okay. And well, I just just noticed. No, I didn't. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, oh, you're right. Uh, I did just notice. Yeah. Thanks. 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 <laughs> but it was great. I love it. I the so people asked. Yeah.
1: And I presented.
0: I wouldn't I have up. seen it if Todd wouldn't have tagged me. In it. Jesus Christ. Honestly, it was really funny. He just tagged me in something about like
1: Where do you think I got the leak joke? Jesus Christ. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I just learned today that short-term memory loss may or may not be a long-term COVID like symptom. Symptom. Yeah. Exactly. See? It's uh it's not a lot. It's a lot of drawings look
1: like eyeballs. Sorry.
0: Oh for me. I'm glad. Okay. Everyone's doing dad jokes at the end, but I can't read any uh anything that's past a certain point in the thing.
1: I should probably look that up and see how to do it
0: how to actually look at things
1: how to actually look at reviews
0: but we have 75 ratings so thank you guys for giving us a 75 ratings and we have a 4.9 for the few of you that gave us two stars four stars three stars or one stars you're all towels and not in a good way so anyways uh we have a dad joke from charles 607 and he says why do hummingbirds hum because their wings flap really fast i mean that's a literal sense thank you <laughs>
1: because their heart beats really fast because it's tiny
0: because they don't speak words <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it <laughs> they don't know words also if you don't have lips i don't think you can you articulate think, sentences
1: or do you think hummingbirds make sounds that aren't
0: humming yeah like what i think they make like tweety bird noises mm. like i think they actually can make bird noises so they can talk yeah but they can't they don't have lips so? You need lips to articulate words. Well, it's not just hummingbirds, is it? Could you imagine if just like a bird walked up to you and it had lips instead of a beak? That's nightmare fuel right there. Chicken lips. My, <laughs> my
1: cousin used to call my other cousin chicken lips. And she'd be like, chickens don't have lips. And he's like, "That's that's
0: why it's funny. <laughs> oh, because they didn't have lips? Chicken lips. That's funny. Bradley thinks my brother has lips that are too big for his face. Are they chicken lips? Sorry, (laughs) no, they're the opposite of chicken lips. I think. Bradley's like, did your brother have Botox? And I was like, no. He's like, well, why did? Why are his lips so big? Like he's a man. And I was like, well, I look exactly like my brother, like a fucking twin, but as a female. And uh, you like me, chicken lips.
1: Chicken (sighs) lips.
0: Is butt cheeks one word or should I spread them apart? <laughs>
1: Sorry. That was a good dad joke. <laughs>
0: yeah, it really was. So if you guys are interested in more content like this, do whatever it is that you do with podcasts so that you know on Sundays we post. We also have a website, readings. I'm booked out for a while, but M has lovely readings, which you now know with all of this crazy banter for two hours. And uh, we'll see you in the next one.
1: Also, if this is the future, Liv should probably not say that she's booked out because... It might be the future and she might have a lot of openings, you know. You know what I'm saying?
0: So go check. <laughs> now nah, be booked out. We'll up see you there. You. We'll see you then. <laughs> you do it. Do what? Do do it. Say it. Do what? Say it. That's your job. You say it. Say we're, what? We're learning how to change your frequencies. Come on.
1: I can't. It has to be the same. Autistic. <gasps> we're learning how to change your frequency. Do it. Oh! <laughs> do it say the oath say it sidekicks unite I fucking hate you can't
0: use my thing you can't use my thing and we're your meta sidekicks wow Are you Jiminy Cricket, or is that just another fever dream? What's
1: so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0-1 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5-11 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar.